The Steve Warren Project. Sports and whatever. Hey, welcome to another episode of Ottawa's only daily sports and whatever podcast. Why, it's all about Ottawa sports talk and fun. Steve and Jimmy schmoozing it up once again. I want to thank the good advertiser, the good listener, the good member. And if you'd like to be a member of the program, get all kinds of cool perks, just check out stevewproject.com. James, how are things today? Uh, well, things are okay. Uh, I won an award. Can we get a podcast award? Is there podcasting awards yet? Well, yeah, we can, can start one. Yeah, we can start one. Yeah, maybe we'll win the first title. <laughs> It'll be Good a black tie affair. Yeah, a little self-presenting thing. Yeah. Winner of the outstanding achievement in the field of excellence. That's us. Yeah. Uh, not not a big awards guy though, Stevie. Now that I bring it up, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't take the day off work like a lot of people because the Academy Awards are on. Yeah, don't don't no. do that. I don't do that. So I don't like going to award shows. I remember we we used to have early in my broadcasting days there were these sort of minor league broadcast awards. I don't like going to them. I don't like banquets where they give out like sports trophies and things. And I certainly am with you. I don't like sitting down to watch TV and well, giving even more accolades to people who have already had fifteen lifetimes filled with them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Closer to home, though, yeah, I was when those local uh, award shows, you know, for radio or whatever, I'm like that. That guy won that thing. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that guy. Uh, anyway, uh, what's going on, Stevie? What's what's happening? What do you got? What, what do you want to? Well, we're going to talk a little bit about bad sportsmanship. There's a moment at the end of the Calgary Ottawa game on Monday night that I want to get into, and maybe from that talk a little bit about moments and. Bad sportsmanship history in sports. I know you wanted to talk a little golf first, though, right? So they had the Honda Classic this past weekend. Uh, was the was the finish up of it, of course, right? They go Thursday to Sunday. Uh, I think got Matt Jones wins by five shots or something. It's it's Jack Nicklaus's tournament uh, down down in Florida. And uh, I'll I'll tell you what I'll tell you what. Like if Jack didn't do enough for the game of golf. He's made it his life's mission now, him and his wife Barbara, uh, to give back to to charity, and and he's 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 absolutely breathless with what they're doing for for kids and and a hospital down there and and so many other things, you know. Um, so that that's great. It's it's a real feel good thing. But also out of that, Ricky Fowler, who's a fan favorite, but hasn't done very much, Stevie. Okay, mm-hmm. you. Uh, you know, championship wise, he hasn't, he hasn't won much. Uh, you'll recall a couple of years ago, Steve, remember the, the players, they had a poll that the, they gave a poll question to the players about who's the most overrated golfer. And every, a bunch of them nailed Ricky Fowler. And really? it, yeah. And it was right before the players championship. And then I can't imagine what a, what a, you know, an absolute blow to the plexus that would be when you're, you're, playing mates all say yeah you're overrated you know i mean that'd be killer i wouldn't get out of bed anyway uh if he doesn't go on to win the players championship that weekend um so since that time he hasn't done very much and during the broadcast this weekend his name comes up he's struggling again he, he makes the cut 
he's not going to place in the top 10 or anything. And Nick Faldo, who's commentating, says, says uh, well, uh, you know, when Ricky's not, he's not qualified for the Masters, Steve, would be the first time in, in you know, he's played in it the, 10 years in a row. He's played in every major uh, for the last 10 years. And uh, unless he wins, I guess this week or next week, they take the, you know, they take the winners of any tournament on the PGA qualify for the Masters, but it's looking like he won't. So they talked about that. You know, they brought this up saying, well, don't think Ricky Fowler is going to make it. And Nick, Nick weighs in and says, well, uh, at least you can go do another six or seven commercials that week. Okay. <laughs> so uh, nice dig. Yeah, good little dig. Sure. Well, well, it blows up in Nick's face. Okay. Blows up in Nick's face. The interview Fowler, he's really cool about it. He says, yeah, I know. He's just giving me a little dig and stuff like that. But, but uh, you know, here come, the, here come the hate mongers on Nick Faldo calling for his head, you know. And um, it, was, it was entertaining for sure. Uh, Nick, Nick kind of backpedaled on it. Didn't, didn't really give it the full mea culpa when he tried to apologize to, to Ricky. But, it was still a bit um, innocuous, though. It's not that big a deal just to give a guy a bit of a dig because he does a lot of commercials. Sure. Yeah. No. Yeah. One of the funniest ever was, was all, you know, when someone said, you know, Gretzky has 60 plus records in the NHL for this and that. And, and, you know, 50 goals and 39 and, and, you know, whatever other records he holds, which are in the, in the, you know, high, might be in the seventies. I don't know. And someone said, and of course, his other record of 50 commercials in 39 days. <laughs> he was making a bunch. Uh, anyway, it was kind of, it was kind of pure entertainment for a while. Right. The thing that went viral about Nick Faldo, but yeah. And I think everything in there, Jimmy ties into today's subject and that is etiquette and sportsmanship. And I think it's bad form to call a guy, the most overrated golfer. That's really insulting. And to a lesser degree to get on a guy for being, well, a sellout, I guess. And I wanted to talk about bad sportsmanship as it relates to hockey because it was an incident in that Sens Flames game last night, as I mentioned. But golf, there's no shortage of unsportsmanlike conduct as well. And in fact, in a sport like golf, where you know it's a sport for gentlemen, it's a sport that's about etiquette and good manners. I mean, bad sportsmanship stands out in that sport like maybe no other. And like think about the Sergio Garcia incident where. He picks up, he's really mad about what happened in the hole, and as he picks his ball out of the hole, right before he does that, he like, or maybe after he does that, so he wouldn't want to pick up a goober-covered ball, but he does this long spit into the cup, and, and then that really stood out, and that was just disgusting. I forgot about that. I forgot about that. Yeah, these, the worst displays of it are the best, you know, of, of sportsmanship. Um that guy's well, that done. won't play in with my Calgary Ottawa take, but we we'll, we can do both. Sure. All right, let's hear. What the, the, give me the Calgary Ottawa thing. What, what well, at the end of the game, the Sens beat Calgary two to one, and Philip Gustafson, who's like the fourth man on the Sens depth chart as far as goalies go, and it's a weird thing as an aside, like you're really not supposed to get better in goal the deeper you go down the goaltending depth chart, but it seems to be that's the case for the Sens this year. Uh, Gustafson has been great in a game and a half here now, mm-hmm. and he got his first NHL win. And at the end of the game was a Calgary player by the name of uh, Rasmus Anderson, 
who picked up the puck and tried to sneak off to the Flames dressing room with it. And Brady Kachuk's like, hey, 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 hey. A lot of people in Ottawa a little annoyed by the whole thing. Anderson did sort of chuck the puck away like, shut up. And then Mm -hmm. uh, Brady's brother, Matthew, he uh, basically swept the puck away over to the Ottawa side. A lot of people read into that, that uh, Kachuk was being a jerk. But I think he was just more like, get the puck out of here. I'll shoot it over to your bench, separate. Because it looked like things are going to get nasty over it, over a souvenir puck. Mm-hmm. But uh, to me, that was over the line. Like you just, you know, I'm all for gamesmanship and all that stuff. But that's, you know, that's a kid's first NHL victory. You give him the damn puck. Right. Uh, absolutely. I'm going to go with the Mac Daddy. I'm going to go with Marty McSorley hammering the guy over the head. <laughs> yeah. I shouldn't. With Brashear. Okay. Hey, that's not very sportsmanlike, is it? What? <laughs> I don't know. Trying to chop the guy's head off with your stick. No, not you can't say that. He's a buddy of yours. Oh, I know. I shouldn't say that. I I shouldn't say. Oh, Marty would. Marty would get it. But I still um, maintain I do not believe it was Marty McSorley's intention to pretend like he's playing t-ball. That Donald Brashear's head is the t or the ball on the t, and just smack him in the head. I, I don't think he was trying to do that. I think he really just wanted to slash him hard on the shoulder and missed. Yeah. Um, the dancing on the, uh, when I think back dancing on the, the logo, yep. I don't know who started some college team. Did they start that on the, well, uh, it's certainly common in the NFL. We've seen it, uh, Ravens and Titans, I think did it to each other. Um, I know there was Juju Smith Schuster back in the fall. He was doing that to opposing teams, logos, and, uh, the Steelers told him to knock that, you know, what off. So he stopped doing that. And I think also about uh, Terrell Owens back in the day when he was at the 49ers, uh, he would get a touchdown, then he'd run to center field and then kind of spike the ball or take a knee on the Cowboys logo. And eventually the Cowboys pushed back on that celebration. So, yeah, teams don't take too kindly to it because logos and emblems matter. I also think about the Team Canada women's team. Haley Wickenheiser used this as big time motivation. I don't know if it ever happened or not. But she basically said after Canada won gold that they were really offended by the Americans having the Canadian flag on the floor of the dressing room. And uh, yeah, she basically, after the game was over, and I'm paraphrasing, told them to stick it. How do you like us now? Yeah, some of the, you know, the Patrick Reed Rory in the in the Ryder Cup, um, or President's Cup, I forget. I forget which one if they play in the President's Cup. I, I forget what it was, but. They sort of went off on each other for for a little while, you know, mm-hmm. cupping their ear to the crowd when when Patrick Reed made a putt. Uh, you know, he's uh, you know he's all, he's sort of always under the microscope for shit he's done. Uh, well, all the cheating he's done, yeah, that's all unsportsmanlike. Right. That I was gonna just say, yeah, yeah, that that breaking the rule thing, yeah, that uh, yeah, not very sportsmanlike. Um, well, what on about the other uh, Phil Mickelson putting a ball that was still in motion. Totally. Yeah, totally. Had the hissy fit, right? One of the great things I remember was during the President's Cup, uh, they were going toe-to-toe. Mike Weir and his partner were playing, I think, Tiger Woods and his partner, and they were going toe-to-toe, back and forth, match play, winning, winning, hold, the other guys coming back. Uh, I think they were all even playing the 18th hole in this incredible match, highly competitive. And 
it came down to Mike Weir having a like a real lengthy putt, like over six feet or something like mm-hmm. that. Maybe, you know, between six and 10 feet. You would never, never not make the guy putt that thing. But it was such a good match. They told him to pick it up, you know, and shook right. hands and, and we'll take a draw. Uh, Jack Nicholas did that too one time in the Ryder Cup with Gary Player. They, they weren't sure what to do at the end and they and they sort of looked at each other and said, let's just make it a draw, you know. A uh, couple of cool moments in the in the golf world. On the hockey side of things, examples of poor sportsmanship, uh, they're not as not as tricky to come by because, uh, well, you love fighting. For example, every pretty much every fight is unsportsmanlike conduct, and it's kind of interesting that I think that the Lady Bing Trophy, with a good chunk of NHL players, is something that they don't want. I think it's seen by a lot of players as, yeah, you're not a you're not a very tough guy. You know, you're kind of right. soft, actually. I think that's how it's sort of perceived, even though it probably shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you can find, you mentioned the McSorley thing. I mean, there are countless examples of it, but there are some that are unique. You know, you think about Brad Marchand, where he's licking a guy's face. Uh, you gross, think of some, right? you know, biting incidents. Uh, Yarko Rutu did it. You think about all the guys who've been suspended over the years. You know, Tom Lysiak got a, like over 20 game suspension for tripping a linesman that was annoying him. I think he got thrown out of the face-off circle and he was sick of it. So uh, as he got thrown out, as, as the winger, he comes in after the draw and, and Slewfoot's the ref. Thanks for that. Ooh. Yeah, no Ooh. shortage of them across the board. Uh, Chris Simon stomping on a guy. So, Jesus. you know, while bad sportsmanship, you know, in, in golf, you know, these are really unique moments. In hockey, eh, there's all kinds of examples of bad sportsmanship. Yeah. Even something as simple as didn't have like kick a guy with his skates. Uh, yep, he sure did. Um, the one I was going to mention was Montreal and Philly in the playoffs, where the it was just a tradition where I think it was Claude Lemieux after the warm up would wait for the other team to leave the ice, and the Flyers got wind of this and uh, shoot the puck into the empty net and then go off and they clean the ice. Just a little the little superstition he had. Well, the Flyers didn't care for it, and they waited for him, and they started this massive bench-clearing brawl or dressing room-clearing brawl. There were only two or three guys on the ice when it happened, and uh, the brawl started. Everybody came out of the room. The refs weren't out there to break anything up. It was one of the uh, the wildest things I've ever seen before an NHL playoff game. Yeah, one of the uh, – I wonder what the worst example of un- of bad sportsmanship uh, – Mike Tyson saying that I never read that in the rules that you couldn't bite a guy's ear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, well we didn't put it in there cause we didn't think we needed to. It was at Vander Holyfield, right? Where, where you know, that's, that's not very sportsmanlike Steve. That might, might have a leader of everything we've talked about here in terms of uh, poor sportsmanship. Well, um, there's, you know, where, you know, where there is Stevie a lot. And I know you've seen this as many people have. Even worse than that, I think, was the chick soccer player. Uh, the, 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 there's this little clip, little montage of two minutes of this chick going absolutely bananas on other players, like pulling their hair. Did you? I, I don't know who it was. Do you remember? Yeah. She was, like the girl was defending in front of her, trying to block a pass or something. She had a ponytail, and the chick just reached out and tried to yank her head off with the with the uh, with the ponytail thing. Yeah, her name's Elizabeth Lambert, and she was suspended. And if you still put in, like, you know, violent female soccer player, her name comes up in, like, <laughs> huge, huge billboard letters. And yeah. uh, I'm sure she's uh, uh, 
Yeah, here's here's the here's the headline: Elizabeth Lambert banned for kicking, punching, and pulling, and uh, yeah, so that and that happened like twelve years ago now, and you still see nothing but Elizabeth Lambert when you talk about violence, female soccer. Yeah, and wasn't there a man's guy something to do with pu- punching a guy in the crotch, or I don't know, smashing his head into a guy's crotch or something? I'm, trying, I'm, not, I I'm not making that. this up. There's there's something in there. Uh, well, you might be but, thinking of Zinedine Zidane, who headbutted a guy in the middle of, uh, I think it was a World Cup game. That might have been France and Italy. I think he headbutted yeah. a guy and got kicked out. It was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Why would you headbutt a guy in the chest? He would go, ow, and then 10 seconds later, he wouldn't be in pain anymore. It's just a yeah. Or a call for a stretcher, as most would. In the yeah. <laughs> <soccer>. <laughs> yeah, every act of diving in soccer could qualify in the old uh, poor sportsmanship side of things. Anyway, we should uh, launch in and get into some meat, and uh, we'll get to that after these words. Trucks and minivans cost less to insure than small cars. You get a better deal on home insurance if you have good credit. The biggest insurance brokers are owned by insurance companies. I'm Josh. Make sure you choose a broker who has your best interest in mind. All Insurance Ontario is independent, family-owned, and has your back. Text me at 613-860-6008 to get on our team. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. Jim K. Ford is a full-service commercial and fleet dealership. They supply companies in the Ottawa area with work trucks of all shapes, sizes, and functionalities, from small delivery vans right to the big F-750s. Whether you're in towing, landscaping, or deliveries, Jim K. Ford will help you with the right truck and body for your needs. JimKFord.com, 1438 Uville Drive in Orleans. Pico is Ottawa's home for authentic, old-school, custom-crafted Neapolitan-style pizza without all the fuss and expense of fine dining. Pico is quick and easy, fresh and healthy, and so delicious, made with the highest quality ingredients. Craft your own thin-crust pizza masterpiece with unlimited toppings for only $15. Pico. Use the Pico app and save on third-party app fees. 236 Richmond Road, 170 Metcalf Street, and their brand-new location at 305 Rideau. The Steve Warren Project. Sports and whatever. All right, so you're Connor McDavid in the news here in that he's trying to do something quite special. Special player, best in the game. Right now, McDavid leads his teammate Leon Dreisaitl by seven assists. And he's now tied Austin Matthews for number one in goals. I think he brought this up in our last episode that he was either leading or tied in both categories. And... I had no idea that this was the case, that it's been this long. The last player to outright lead the league in both goals and assists was Wayne Gretzky. Shocker. Back in 1986-87, he did it five times in six years. Mario came very close twice. Mm -hmm. And uh, prior to Gretzky, the last to do it was Phil Esposito in 1972-73. But when everybody gets into conversation about the greatest player of all time, Connor McDavid has begun over the last couple of years to sneak into that discussion. And the longer he's around, stays healthy, keeps doing what he's doing, it, the, you know, the debate gets more and more interesting. And, and there's a very tangible comparison to Wayne Gretzky. Mm-hmm. Very few have done it since Gretzky, leading in goals and assists. And here Connor McDavid goes, who would put $1 on him not doing it this season. Right, right. Uh, you know, it, it, there's always been this discussion 
uh, about what records of Gretzky's will be broken, if any. Right. Right. And or pick the one. You know, it's all. all this is always out there, right? Steve, pick pick the one record that Gretzky has that will never be broken. Okay. And I th- I think most people talk about the fifty goals in thirty nine games. Uh, I think. Um, so when you see this happening, right, you look up and go, what, 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 what? Yeah, this guy may do it. I, I love the records. I love the guys shooting for the records. I love them trying for it. I think it's one of the great things in sports that I, that I really enjoy. Right. Um, and, and so I ask you, Stevie, okay. uh, in your time with no heads up here, well, what, what do you think is one of the greatest records, not in hockey, but in all of sports that, that maybe you got to watch, that you got to experience uh, over the years? Hmm. I mean, I got to see Gretz, right? I was, I was at the game when he got, you know, when he busted Gordy's record and stuff like that. That was, that was pretty cool. And to see a guy get over 90 goals, like that to me, breaking 90 goals in a season, right? <laughs> that's just so absurd to me. And right. uh, so if I was to pick one, like the 92 goal season would be the one for me. Yeah. This will be, this will be interesting, right? This is, you know, television networks airing hockey games, right? Are looking for stuff to glom onto right now, right? It's in the middle of the season of the shortened season. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, so this thing will be, this thing will grow. D- didn't LeBron James, Steve win in Miami and Cleveland and now the Lakers? Um, yep. I don't know where that I don't know where that sits in the record books, but it's got to be pretty close if it's not. Um, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm, maybe there's guys who've been on three different championship teams or more. And Claude Lemieux was there. in hockey. I think he played for three different cup winners with three different teams. I, memory serves. Nice. Could be wrong how, there. Yeah. How good is that? Um, oh, I'd say. Yeah. It just uh, kind of shows you that uh, no matter where you go. Um, Winners are winners, and uh, anyway, it gives yeah. It, sorry, it, it gives it really gives me something to watch for right now. When you bring that up, you'd, you'd sent me that headline: Dry Settle, Connor one and two, uh, in 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 the points race. Uh, now I'm going. Okay, I'm in now. I am. I am really in. I mean, I've got obvious reasons to be in with the, with the others. They they may still be tied for first. I don't know at the time we record this. Um, if they don't get postponed, Stevie. Yeah. Uh, but th- this makes me watch. I-, I love that. I love the record watch. Yeah. one. I, I mean, it. it's not a record per se because it's been done, but it's been a long time since this was done. And uh, and it also, I think, just to close out the conversation, fully entrenches McDavid into that category of one of the greats of all time. Because when you, you compare McDavid and Gretzky, it's apples and oranges to a degree. Different mm-hmm. eras, right? You know, what would Gretzky do now with everything that McDavid's had the benefit of? What would McDavid do back then with you know, tiny goalies and uh, lack of fitness, lack of systems. But uh, McDavid, to be in this discussion, like no one has done this since Gretzky. So not only one of the the best guy of his generation, in my opinion, but he's in that discussion. It was one of the best since since Gretzky, period. Right, right. Yeah, it, it makes it totally interesting. Yeah, Some of the horse racing stuff too is... I was watching it the other day, you know, like Citation Northern Dancers Secretariat uh, for the Triple Crown. Doesn't happen very often. Right. 
Look at look at me go deep. Is that too deep, Steve? Am I going in too deep? Eh, horses. Man, Big enough horse racing. <laughs> <laughs> you did bring up the whole Montreal Edmonton thing in that uh, there it's the first time we've had any co- uh, COVID tests, any positive COVID tests in the North Division uh, because uh, everything's been in America to this stage. And obviously Canada has taken a much more strict policy when it comes to COVID. And uh, so this is kind of a big deal that Montreal and Edmonton were postponed on Monday night. It's the first Canadian division postponement. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have numbers rising across Canada. Our vaccine rollout has not been particularly swift. It's going to be fascinating to see what exactly happens now. Yeah. Um, well, I'm kind of getting to the stage, Stevie. There's been so many games. And everyone was curious when they started this with the Northern Division. And most people were raving that it's going to start these rivalries again. And, and you and I both agree, not so much, right? It didn't, it didn't pan out. It's too not many really. games again. You know, it's, you know, going into some guy's rink and you got to stay there for six days to play three games. Uh, or, or, or less, right. Mm-hmm. Or less. Um, but I, I, I remember this feeling all the time, regular season games about just over halfway. So, you know, there's 80, 82 games or 84, whatever it is, the regular schedule. So w- once you get up to 50 games creeping into, you know, the low fifties in games, everyone starts to go, can we get the playoffs going here? Okay, can we? Okay, I want the, I want the playoffs, and I'm starting that feeling right now. Getting that feeling right now, with you know when you suss out the teams and you look at where they're positioning themselves, I'm going like this. Can we? Let's get to the playoffs. I don't know how yeah. you feel, but well, it's just I'm the getting. weather makes me feel. We just talked about you know, I think it was a couple episodes we talked about what uh, what we think about at springtime and NHL playoffs is usually as soon as the snow starts to melt, that's when I start thinking about Stanley Cup playoffs. Right. And it's just all it's all out of order right now. You know, the playoffs won't be starting until May this year instead of early April. And uh, yeah, that's it, it's kind of weird in that you talk about, OK, the grind of the NHL season. Well, yeah, but we're only about 30 games in here. Uh, so it's it's a little different than it usually is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we obviously had here in Ottawa, we had 10 months without watching any NHL hockey. So I'm in a weird headspace. I'm not I'm not sick of the regular season yet. But my body clock is telling me, hey, the Stanley Cup playoffs should be starting shortly. Not that the Sens yes. are anywhere near those in recent seasons. Well, I'm going to do this Connor watch, you know, the Connor watch. But yeah, let's go to the playoffs. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Playoffs. Let's go. Let's go. No. Masters. Stevie, couple weeks. There we go. Boom, 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 Ooh, boom. yes. Love the Masters. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Had a little moment there. Okay, let's take a time out. We're back with more and final thoughts after these words. How would you like to win your own home gym? Right now, Popeye Supplements, along with Fitness Depot in Ottawa and Beyond Yourself, are teaming up to give away a custom home gym valued at $5,000. Time's running out, though. Now until April 4th, you can fill out a free ballot online, and for every Beyond Yourself product you buy at Popeye's, you not only get 20% off that product, you also get another ballot in the draw. It's the $5,000 Dream Home Gym Giveaway at PopeyesOnlineOrders.com. A lot of people I talk to end up asking me about what coverages should they have for their house. How much do I need? Why would I want that? Hi, I'm Jared Gerard, All Insurance Ontario. Call or text me at 801-2659. Give me a call. Let's have that talk, and we'll make sure that you have the coverages that you want and that you need. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker.
Reignite your love for driving with a new Ford from Jim K. Ford. Get behind the wheel and hit the road in a new 2021 model. Great features like available Ford Co-Pilot 360 driving technologies. You'll find all of the latest innovations that are made available for new Ford vehicles. Visit Jim K. Ford and ask about their great offers on models like the Escape, Edge, Explorer, Ranger, and F-150. And you know what? Maybe even take an online tour. Their website is awesome. Most of their vehicles are all in there. Have a look that way if you like. Jim K. Ford in Orleans or JimKFord.com. Compared to this time last year, the Ottawa residential home market is up 27% with an average sale price of $717,000. Are you curious to know what your home is worth? Call the Glen Walton Real Estate Team today for a free no-obligation estimate. You'll be shocked to learn what you could get for your home and what similar homes are going for in this market. Call the Glen Walton Real Estate Team today at glenwalton.com. All right, James. That was a show, right? That's a show. I got a Kinda. good ending. I got a good ending. All right. Yeah. Final thought. Yeah. So you can think about this, Steve. The worst, the worst uh, uh, display of, of sportsmanship when it came to you personally. Okay, so over my life, okay, there's been there's been some bad. <laughs> I've been on the bad end of uh, you know unsportsmanlike stuff. Okay, that's happened to me. Um, I'll go with. Uh, let's see. I'll go with um, my brother. My brother, you know him. My brother. Okay, and not like like the worst one ever was he he filled a pure spring ginger ale bottle with gasoline and uh, asked asked my buddy if he wanted to drink in a blazing hot day. And my buddy said, sure. And my, my brother handed him the bottle. Oh, my he God. Took, took a big swig of gasoline, Stevie. Your brother's a psycho, I'm telling He's you. A psycho, man. Okay, another unsportsmanlike, Stevie. Hey, those hedge, those hedge shears uh, jungle, okay? With the blades whipping back and forth, okay? They have a safety uh, feature on them. If, if it gets anywhere near human skin, they'll shut down. Go ahead. Try oh. it yourself. Oh, oh, no. Yeah, you know. And then him taking cigarettes and, you know, bur- stuffing them out on my neck. No, I'm kidding. On your neck? <laughs> wow. No. But uh, I was, I, and the other one was, I, I, you know, it was just the worst ever, I, you know, of all the shit that's happened. The wedgie, Steve, I just, it, it, it rendered me sleepless for nights on end, you know. Like my brother and his buddy, but not not just a wedgie where they came by and grabbed the back of your underwear and just sort of yanked it up a bit and then walked away. You know, it's like, here we go, let's hang him up in this tree with the wedgie. You know, what's my feet are off the ground. Oh boy, atomic, yeah, yeah boy, at- yeah, yeah, atomic. Is that what you said? Atomic wedgie. Oh yeah, atomic wedgie. Awful, awful. So I, yeah, my, I mean, you, you had hedge trimmer. He attacked you with. Well, I didn't attack you, but he, you know, he convinced you to put your. Your hand near hedge trimmers yeah. that, that's got to be more haunting than a wedgie or even younger stick your stick your toes you know in your bicycle okay while you're riding ahead if you just if your toes go near the bike it'll it'll come to a screeching halt if your toes go near the spokes of the, yeah because you'll have a toe off, ripped off and jammed in, in your, in your wheel jeez oh, wow yeah. alright well there's a lot of unsportsmanlike going on in the Jerome family um yeah, well, good. Good luck with all that. I, I can't believe both now. I'm shaking. I've got my. Yeah, I got a rash. This thing's bringing me back. Good. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Okay. We'll see ya.
Don't ever repeat my good night, everybody, Steve. Okay. Good night, everybody. Don't ever repeat my good night. <laughs> <laughs> okay, can we go now? <laughs>